0: When the Bubble Bursts I've always enjoyed the pastime of blowing bubbles. Whether doing it as a child or as an adult watching children delighting in it, the sight of iridescent bubbles floating through the air has never ceased to thrill me. I even had a friend who could blow different colored ones on request. By some secret technique, pink, blue, or yellow bubbles would emerge from his wand. The basic process is magically simple. You dip your wand into a soapy solution, blow gently through the hole, and voila, the shimmering spheres emerge and dance before your eyes. Some bubbles last for only a few seconds. Some come out in groups. Some grow very large, and some caught by a gust of wind, float high into the sky. Paramahansa Yogananda used the imagery of bubbles in several of his chants and poems. One of my favorites is, make me the sea. So do thou my Lord, thou and I never apart. Wave of the sea, dissolve in the sea. I am the bubble, make me the sea. Drawing from Master's imagery, let's consider the soul's journey in terms of the life of a bubble. Just as we create them by dipping our wand into a soapy solution and then filling them with our breath, God creates our material body from his iridescent consciousness, then enlivens it with life force or prana. Like the bubbles, some souls remain in their bodily form, for but a brief period of time. Some emerge in family clusters or spiritual groups. Some have a bigger role to play, and some float high into the skies of divine consciousness. Whatever its particular journey, each individual bubble or soul must in the end merge back into the vast ocean of spirit from which it came. For devotees, the desire to burst the confines of our earthly existence and merge back into the sea of spirit is one of the strongest motivations on the spiritual path. Will this loss of a separate existence be cause for sadness or regret? Not at all. When we become one with God, Swami Kriyananda explained, it is not that we lose all identity, Rather, we expand our identity to infinity. Being omniscient, we retain the memory of having been, each one of us, a separate ego. In this way, Yogananda explained, nothing is lost in the infinite, not even the ego. We can revive the memory of individual existence again, if ever the divine wills that we return to earth to uplift And save other wandering souls. When difficult events bear down and you feel discouraged or anxious, remember that the little bubble of your life is never separate from God's endless joy, peace, and love. You are a single drop of a much greater reality, an endless ocean of divine bliss. Master ends his magnificent poem, Samadhi, with these words. Gone forever, fitful flickering shadows of mortal memory. Spotless is my mental sky, below, ahead, and high above. Eternity and I, one united ray, a tiny bubble of laughter. I am become the sea of mirth itself. With bursting joy, Swami Devi. Well, dear friends, I'll add some additional thoughts to this blog. I think it's very, very helpful, although it perhaps seems that something beyond our grasp, but it's very, very helpful to really dwell on the thought that we are much more than our limited individuality. We are all united as expressions of God's bliss, and we can return to that state by meditation, devotion, attunement with the guru, and living in such a way that we serve others and feel a spirit of unity with everyone. The spiritual life at first seems like we're applying lots of extra pressure or withdrawing from the world or cutting ourselves off from others. But the more we explore it, the more we offer our lives into the spiritual path and into a guru-disciple relationship, the more we know that this state of feeling this oneness is attainable not only attainable in a ultimate sense but that step by step we grow closer to it we are become free of the limitations and of ego and karma all these things personality bodily advantages or disadvantages but that's why i love the imagery of bubbles because They're so ephemeral and yet so beautiful. And in their beauty and ephemerality, they're a wonderful reflection of who and what we really are, that we're never bound by all the burdens of this world. But not only we spoke of joy and freedom and love, but also we need to remember freedom the freedom when we begin to realize that we are more than our limitations, and when we begin to realize, uh, just as in that chant, Make Me the Sea, thou and I never apart, that God is always with us. He's always listening to our prayers and helping us and guiding us, even though at times it doesn't seem that way. But we are never separate from that reality because it's the source from which we came and the ultimate resting place to which we will return. And so, dear friends, I hope even in the difficult times in which we find ourselves with so much division and violence and hatred and confusion and immorality to remember, these are not who. We do not need to define ourselves, nor define humanity by these things. Each soul, no matter how misguided, is a spark of God's consciousness. And the more we can rest in that, we will find, even in these difficult times in which we live, a great sense of peace and reassurance. So we wish you a very beautiful day, and may your soul float like the iridescent bubbles ever closer to its divine source of God's bliss.